Dr. Saqib here with the Swift Podcast. Three, two, one. Here we go! What's up? What's up, everybody? So we're back with another episode of the Swift Podcast. So today I bring not one, but two special guests of mine, uh, good friends. I've known these guys for years. Um, Gary and Lady have been in my life for such a long time. We've worked side by side, and this is a true pleasure and honor to have you guys on. So guys, welcome to the show. How are we doing today? Good. How are you? I'm doing well, doing well. So we were briefly talking about it. Um, before we got on and again I was going back in our history and to see where you guys are from gen fit days to where <laughs> you are today are like completely different people different lifestyle um and just different aura so I want to kind of hit the ground running and talk about the new approaches you've taken from where we were back in the day like you and I Gary you and I are in the same boat right I think we first met because you were competing and I think I had a couple of like, I was a month out or two from my first show too. Um, and I haven't turned back since then. So talk to me guys, How what's that transition like? How are we feeling? How's everything been going? Yeah, everything's been awesome. I mean, so Gen Fit's something that we just not, wouldn't say just started diving back into, but for a while we, um, not, we kind of got away from it as we were, you know, figuring out who we were, redeveloping our style and everything. And back when we first met, when we were first starting to do Gen Fit, that's when we were really in like the bodybuilding realm, and, and and that's what we, that's where our approach was with Gen Fit, which wasn't necessarily uh, sustainable. So yeah, and with Gen Fit, we didn't really know what we were doing. We weren't even trainers at the time. We were just like found this passion for health and fitness and compete. Yeah. And we're like, let's just start an Instagram. Let's just share recipes. And it was, yeah, it, we didn't even know what it was. Like we were just kind of just riding that wave and going with it. But we realized, you know, as the time went by and as like we matured more in like the fitness area that, yeah, our approach, the whole bodybuilding approach really wasn't sustainable. And it wasn't something that was going to actually help the general public get healthier and yeah. Yeah, I remember so that because I know you were studying for your exam I went back to my manager the next day I was like yo I met two great people they're in the process of getting uh like their certifications can we hire them they have their own company um but no I agree right uh I had this conversation yesterday with someone else as a guest and it was like it sucked like I loved it I did I can't take it back I can't right I can't like doubt it i can't hate on the process it, it's a it's people i still have a lot of friends that compete and i give them a lot of credit to do it but for us it wasn't sustainable right and now you guys went a completely different approach and I, I read into like more of the holistic approach and i quote from from gary's uh answers to me it was kind of going beyond exercise and nutrition and more importantly the impact of someone else's life including one of the biggest thing he hit is sleep yeah. That is the most neglected component that as coaches, we don't really tap into. I know for a, as for a fact, as a trainer, I'm like, 
I'd rather see you at three o'clock in the morning because that's when I'm available and I didn't care about my client's sleep, right? So talk to me about the mindset you guys went into going that holistic approach. I think it's amazing. I really do. Like, again, I was sitting here this morning looking at them like, wow, they really have changed their lives in a whole new aspect. So the competing aspect, a lot you take from that is that dedication, that consistency. It wasn't all bad, but I think for us, like the pivoting point was just... You know how black and white the competing can be. It's it's all like no pain, no gain, and you just have to do it and suck it up. And I think um, we kind of took that approach a little too serious, and it started to create a lot of problems in our lives. Like you you know, like there's a whole lot of like body image issues that then come when you start competing because you're never like big enough and things like that. And with the food, the cheat meal that created for me at least a really like bad relationship with food that kind of like took me into that whole eating disorder like yeah. disordered eating kind of like area and then that created a lot of conflict in our relationship so that made me like realize like wow like how you do one thing is kind of how you do everything like how you see the world and how you perceive yourself in the world impact you on so many deep levels and that is like your health and vitality like yes on the outside you can look fit and stuff like that but this doesn't mean you're mentally healthy happy or thriving so we kind of like backed away from training for like a couple like years and it, we went even through a period where we just kind of hated we're, fitness we're, all, yeah, just... we're like screw this like it sucks and i think that's when we kind of like started doing a little bit more soul searching we started uh doing more yoga like yeah, that's when we went restorative we, exercise yeah we kind of had to let go of a lot of the mindset that we had before when we used to compete and just really try to figure out what actually made us health, health, healthy and happy. So that was like a whole like soul searching. I would even say like spiritual awakening experience that we had. And now having all of that with the competing background and all of that, it's really cool because we're finding ways to pull that together and really also help our clients, you know, look at those areas in their lives too. That's all. Yeah. Just sleep, rest, emotional fulfillment. Like, what do you do with your day? Do you have a work-life balance? Like all of these things that are really so important. So let's, let's go into that. Right. I think that's one of the biggest things that I have to acknowledge that one, we're through a pandemic Two, a lot of coaches are starting to go that route, but not a lot of coaches. Again, you guys are a dynamic duo, right? You're both in the same industry doing the same thing. And you mentioned it yourself initially. Yes. We get the dedication, the discipline and know that if someone asks us, yes, we've been in that platform, so we can ask them the right question. Like, do you really want to do it? Um, is this what you truly want? So how do you overcome those barriers, I guess, more so in the relationship aspect? So you're going through dysmorphia, you're going through body images issues, you're going through this, this stage of anxiety, like I need to, I can't eat this and that, and it's affecting your relationship. But you guys are still like, married together. You got two dogs that are probably your, like your kids. You're still pretty strong. If not, I feel like, your, your relationship is stronger. So educate the people on that process and how you got there. What did you two do together to essentially build who you are today? Yeah, so we re- we got help from outside people that can help us. We went yeah. to, we worked heavily with a life coach that we continuously work with. So that was like groundbreaking from us for us. And I think just really working on our communication. Yeah, communication. And then like, so with our life coach too, we were, you know, kind of seeing her separately. So we were both working on our own individual selves and just diving deeper on, you know, any past traumas or any, you know, underlying issues that we were having. 
and really sifting through those, you know, areas as we were working together as well. So, okay. and, and I, again, I appreciate the fact that you guys are open enough to share that with people. And we talk about this on a daily basis of seeking the right coaches for you. Every coach has a coach. Yes. I, I have a coach. I have plenty of coaches. I have a coach for going into any aspect of our lives. And we are always looked at as like these, I guess, in a way of like these gladiators in a sense, right? Like we're indestructible. We don't have X, Y, Z. My patients look at me like, oh, you can't get hurt. I'm like, no, I can get hurt. I'm telling you, I'm still hurt till day. So it's always like, it, I guess it kind of humbles people in a sense with kind of seeing us eye to eye because now you put them in the same spectrum, right? You kind of put them in the same spectrum. I know as trainers, we get hot-headed at times, like, well, no one's kind of my level. And I know for a fact, when I was 20 years old, no one was at my level, but no, damn straight they were, right? So you acknowledge that. So since that aspect, I know we've gone the whole history. How has that changed your like programming? I know, Gary, you're looking at, you got the pain-free performance certification. I know, Lady, you're starting with the precision nutrition stuff. So you guys are in two different aspects. I've gotten both of those things. So talking about that. So um, we both did PPSC and it was like awesome. So it's almost like taking um, the way like it's changed for me and what I'm going through with some of my clients right now is more so empowering them also to be able to feel confident enough to, you know, modify their fitness as needed. I, a lot of my clients right now are working from home and there is almost like no work-life balance. I feel like a lot of them are actually working more than they were before um, when they were in the office. So it's also even like empowering them like to feel that if they can't get a, an hour long workout and like modify it to a 20 minute workout, like it's, yeah. it's more so the action of moving than like getting it done based on like what's on the, like on the paper. So that's been a big, like a big thing. And also really, yeah, like emphasizing taking care of your body so you can live forever yeah. and for life, not yeah. just like to look good for the summer and not like just going ham for really no reason. So like, let's like warm up, let's work on your mobility, yeah. like, you know, breathe, connect to your body, like be present during your workout. Cause yeah. that is time for you to disconnect and, you know, it's your self care time. So yeah. And one of the biggest things for me is too, is learning really is to make exercise fit the person rather than make the person fit the exercise, which is something I definitely used to do thinking you have to, you have to deadlift, you have to, you know, back squat, all these things, but realizing is like, no, you can, there's so many ways around them to keep you pain free, you know, feel good for you. You know, for example, like everyone barbell, you know, deadlifting at the same height and everyone's a different height or has different limb lengths and just really, you know, breaking that down and saying, you know, you don't have to barbell from that or or uh, deadlift from that height, you can you can adjust it. It's okay to to raise it a little bit. You're getting, to use a kettlebell. Exactly. You're gonna get a kettlebell or do a goblet squat. It's totally okay. You're gonna get the same result. You're gonna feel good doing it. And and it's almost yeah. like just really being able to instill that body awareness. We're really big on awareness. I think awareness is one of yeah. the most powerful tools anyone can have in fitness and in life in general. And it's like, yeah, like recognizing your body, learning to feel your body, because ultimately I think everyone is capable of like taking care of their own health there doesn't really need to be an outside person kind of telling you what to do obviously as yeah. a coach you guide them but ultimately like my goal is always to just empower people to be able to take this you know with them for the rest of their lives and pass it on to their kids yeah. and like you know create that that react that transformation and that ripple effect i guess that was beautifully said empower the people 
And I think that's where the difference is. So again, if I look at history of where we were back in the day and where we are today and what we're doing is we went away from training and now we're actually coaching in a sense, right? And training, our job was to put people through workouts, get them through workouts and get them going. And now, and the other aspect of it, it's now we're coaching you. We're coaching you to kind of get away from me. Don't use me as much and learn about your body in a sense with that. And in medicine and being on the other opposite side of it, like I went from training to now physical therapy and been in medicine, the biggest thing that clinicians kind of miss out on is really empowering their patients. Because what do we do? We have people that come in with this diagnosis. They have these issues like, hey, I have herniation or I have a bulging disc and the patients fear they, they have this sense of fear like what can I do what can I do I'm like do whatever you want and they look at me like I have 10 heads and I was like so I always kind of joke with them are you looking at me because I'm balding or what are you doing there's something going on here but like I'm telling you go exercise go do this like you can see people for that purpose and like you said you're empowering the patient you're empowering the client I think that was a missing link, at least in my life for the last couple of years until I kind of got to the stage of my life. And that's the beauty of growth, right? We've grown, we've kind of overcome that. So when you're talking empowerment for your client, okay, what are you doing in terms of your communication? What are you doing differently than you were a couple of years ago? Yeah. So one of the biggest limitations I found myself when I was working at the gym was that there was really no space and time to have conversations with clients. So I actually shifted how I train altogether and I train people for 75 minutes. So we do a 40, 45 minute workout, like they warm up on their own. And then we follow that with a 30 minute wellness coaching session. And I actually have a 16 week program. So that's how I work. I work by in like 16 weeks and every week there is like a packet with a lot of like deep questions that they have to answer um, regarding anything from like food, sleep, emotional fulfillment, um, relationships, all of these things. And then when I get their their packets back and their answers, I, I like to take my time with things and I like to just breathe and let it sit in there and like really understand what they're going through. And then from there, just really playing around with asking the right questions, but more so just really listening to them speak. That's when I get the most feedback when they tell me kind of like what's going on and then, you know, making any adjustments from, from that point. So it's a lot of um, like open-ended questions, a lot of like, you got to dive deep and like, let's get into like the root of like, why maybe you're making excuses for not working why maybe you're self-sabotaging when you know what you should be doing because most people for the most part they know they need to exercise eat healthy sleep we all know that stuff but we don't do it so it's just really getting to those roots of like what like what's going on where we're what's like happening what's going on in here that's um you know building that wall resistance yeah. mm -hmm. absolutely and gary are you still in practice with pick clients more or are you still kind of in the transition period because i know you went to sales for a bit with auto and now you're yeah yeah so i've, I've definitely so um back in october i left full-time i was in, in the car business for about nine years um so back in october is when i left the whole pandemic pandemic i got laid off and it was a blessing in disguise for me because it was a time for me to go all in on my personal training my wellness coaching so from that point on i've just basically been doing it on my own it's been a learning experience and as you know, before that, I, I was a trainer, I was certified, but I was really, I wasn't doing it as a career because I was working full-time um, in the car business. So I really couldn't put a whole lot of focus into it. So now I'm full-time into it and just really adapting the way that I do it 
it's constantly changing as I'm learning new things and, you know, getting a feel for my way and my system and everything. So, and that's what it comes down to is kind of leaving and uh, leaving a career to find the one that you're truly passionate about. I've done that multiple times in my lifetime and I feel like I'm about to do that again, but we'll, we'll see, we'll, we'll see how things play out, but that, that's awesome. And kudos to you for taking that step. And I, I like what you said there, the pandemic for you is a blessing in the sky. And I always tell my patients for me, like, again, we were on that same position when the pandemic hit, a lot of us were for a low. We, we had this like, Oh crap, what do we do now? Um, but I use that time to start reading and learning more. I mean, you guys are taking a lot of this certifications already I've already had. I've spoken with Dr. Russian in person plenty of times about his models and stuff. So it's kind of cool to see people in the, in the same. And that guy's head is a little different. Like, again, he is in a whole new level, but it's stuff that we already kind of knew. The difference was, again, we went from training to coaching. And I think that's one of the biggest flaws in training certifications is they only teach you how to train, not coach and when you start looking at some of the other work and you start looking at other certifications kind of open out you, your coaching is a little different and the way they teach you at coaching is different but you guys have gone away from that aspect too and you spend a lot more time with things that i'm recently picking up more is nature and i think nature is your biggest coach right so how has that been and talk to i know you guys said in, in your history that we spent a lot of time in nature and doing that so what are your go-tos what have you been doing out there so um, we are like true hippies at heart, but like <laughs> yep. we've discovered that. Um, and when we were going through that whole like metamorphosis, I guess, of going from like bodybuilding to just like creating a lifestyle, we found a lot of comfort in nature. I mean, if you look outside, abundance is everywhere. Like everything we need to thrive and be like the healthiest humans is literally outside. It's 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 just crazy. I feel like we have such a big disconnect from our natural like way of living just yeah. with like technology and everything so um we decided to really start like going hiking instead of going to the gym and staying on the stair supper for like an hour so that's kind of like how our transition started now we're like surfing we uh yeah. like spend as much time outside in nature and there's just like a calmness and a peace that really is found yeah and and it's just really that that like peace that stillness that presence that i think a lot of us are are like forgetting in our lives because we're just so like go 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 like just always like 10 steps ahead of where we really are so it's like that that creates a lot of like this this um discomfort in in life in general you know like yeah. keeps your cortisol up it keeps you stressed it keeps you going around in circles so you don't even have like the time to stop and connect and like even connect to your body to know if like you're hungry how you're feeling how you're emotionally doing on any given day so um that's definitely like one of the biggest things that nature has taught us it's just like that stillness that like stop go with the flow like just get back to like a more basic minimal way of living and not necessarily minimal and like get like rid of all your stuff but just like yeah. just like simplifying things I like this flying, yeah. Yeah. Gary, is that why you grew the man bun? Because you're surfing now, so you can like, wave your hair around after you get out of the water. <laughs> Obviously, uh, you know, being in car sales, I had to be, you know, super clean cut, fit into this little little box here. But um, when I got laid off, I just, yeah, let's let it grow. Just let it grow. And I, that's when I started getting into surfing. I spent a lot of time at the beach outside. 
Good for you, man. Just just let it go. Who cares, right? And that's the that's the beauty of kind of in a sense being your own boss, right? No one's gonna tell you how to dress, no one's gonna tell you what to wear and how to look in certain point. Um, so let me ask you guys this. I went to um Glen State Ricketts Park a couple of weeks ago, and it's beautiful, right? And I truly enjoyed like kind of sitting there looking at the waterfalls. And if you guys haven't been, you should go. It's like about a good three hours from us here, but it's it's worth it it really was it's beautiful so my favorite part of the entire thing was you can kind of sit there you're looking at the falls you hear the water the birds are chirping random people are doing their thing people are diving in but again like that sense of calm that you get that you don't get so talk to me about your favorite part of nature like when you guys are going on those hikes what do you truly enjoy oh my god the the, the smells the sounds all the details and 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 all the foliage and i i love just like looking at the flowers looking at the colors like the plants like if you look at a leaf and you see um I guess it's like the roots it looks just like veins and I really like to just look at at like the actual landscape and just getting lost in it like my mind just like it's the only time where my mind literally just quiets and there's nothing there's just like blank So it's really awesome, but I love the ocean. I love being in the water. I think it's one of the most healing things ever, especially because I'm a fire sign. So I find a lot of just like serenity when I'm out in like the ocean, I can just float in the water or chill on my surfboard. It's like really like a calming feeling. It almost reminds you of like the fact that we are so small. Like the, the world is just this big, massive thing. And it's like, we're just like a puzzle in this big giant universe or whatever the heck we're in right now. So it's really cool. It makes your problems really kind of go away or you forget about them for a little. That disconnect. Absolutely. I agree with the disconnect and it's important, right? Getting away from technology, getting away from social media, getting away from everything that's kind of just and, and then Gary, you said it best, right? And in, in your in your answers, like, dude, I get away from everything, and I just let that sense of clarity. Next, but it's also that reconnect, right? You're reconnecting to to what truly is. It's like you can have all these problems, all these stresses, but as soon as you walk out in nature, like, none of that's none of that's even exists. It, like, it's real, but right now, it's like all that's all that is is what's around me, myself. It's like that's what truly is, right? Absolutely. So I know I asked you guys about the, the vision for, for your companies and stuff, but I'm going to change that a little bit. I just hearing your conversation and hearing what we've had, I know for a fact in terms of what you guys are doing with your clients and the people you're working with, I know it's phenomenal. It's hugely successful because I've seen it. I've seen the work you're doing. I've seen the content and I've seen you grow. You guys had a seminar a couple of weeks ago. You guys are doing all these okay. wonderful things. So now let's talk about your vision for yourself. And I, 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 the reason why I'm changing is because the people I'm meeting today, re-meeting in a sense, right, reconnecting with, aren't the same two that I've met back in 2012, 13 at all. Completely different. So there's a there's a, a, a completely shift in visions and dreams and stuff. So one by one, let's see. What's your visions at? Where are we at today? Yeah, I mean, obviously, put you right on the spot. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I just, I want to be, my biggest thing, I like to say, I want to be a lighthouse for people, for any, for people of all walks of life to really, you know, just someone to get behind and to empower people just to take control of their health, really lift them and, you know, really just guide them through any of those hard times, those struggles in life and show them that they can be empowered by movement, health and nutrition, and really just create that ripple effect. 
to, to create little ripples, right? Because the power of the ripple effects are so powerful, just helping one person. It's amazing what that can do. It just, for example, I have a client that, you know, I've helped along her wellness journey and she has family that lives in another state and that's rippled into now her mom is starting to be more conscious with the way she eats. They hung out with neighbors the other night and now the neighbors are starting to do it. So it's like crazy. It's like just one person that you can help the ripple effect that it can, it can, yeah, that it can take. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I guess for me, like my vision, um, just continue to learn and grow and see where uh, wellness and coaching takes me. Cause I feel like wellness is such a big umbrella and, you know, you have trainers, you have leg coaches, you have like sleep coaches. There's all these mm -hmm. like ways to help people. So I guess for me, it's really just, my biggest vision is always being my own, like, client first and coaching myself first and um growing from there and seeing where it takes me and really like listening to my gut my heart and also moving through like the limiting beliefs the analysis paralysis the self-sabotage and really moving through those spaces so I can really like expand and you know flourish and, and be the person that I know I can be like actually reach my potential despite of any like limiting beliefs or trauma or any of those things and also like I'm really passionate about making wellness accessible for people I think that we live in such a privileged country where the fact that we can even sit here and like choose to eat organic or have the option to go to a gym or not is it's really a luxury and I do see that in lower income areas, for example, like these things aren't like talked about or maybe not as accessible. So um, I really feel like passionate about the fact that wellness and health is our birthright. And I think that I would like to see more of these conversations being had definitely in the wellness Absolutely. community. I think the wellness com community, like even if you just look at yoga or think holistic and stuff like that, there's a very specific like person that comes to mind. And then a lot of people are left out of that conversation. I think that's more of a disservice because I think when there are more healthy, empowered individuals, then society can actually change and, you know, go in the direction that I think most of us want it to go into, like a more equal, just, and just like a thriving humanity. So that's definitely a big passion of mine. Good for, uh, uh, well, well, well said. I think we are in a privileged area. And again, it's a blessing to have what we have and not to think, to think gratitude, right? That's what word comes to mind when listening to what you said, like having gratitude for what you have. And when you listen to these guys, you can see the smile and joy in their face if you're watching. And if you're not watching, watch it later to see the smile and joy on their face, uh, essentially of like how much passion is going to come out. So when you start to really pursue something you're passionate about, there's a glow on your face. When you look at the left side of Gary's face, it's glowing right it might be the halo light whatever it may be but it's it's that same glow that you essentially see of again chasing your passion and chasing something that matter and then you really empower and impact um and with that folks we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with you so we're back when this episode so far has been nothing but a whole sense of calm for everyone. If you've been listening to these guys speak and what they've been talking about, um, for those of you who personally know them, like myself, you've been, you've been watching their journey, you've been seeing their processes. And 
when you look at the W of Swift, you look at wellness. And again, the true definition of wellness is right in front of you because of what they did. We went from a lifestyle that wasn't sustainable to a lifestyle that now it's like, you'll be living until 110 if you really wanted to with this position, right? Um, so as always, as we wrap up episodes, we always talk about three pieces of advice from our guest speakers. And I've told you guys about what three pieces of advice are gonna be. So the floor is all yours, take it away for me. Yeah, so for me, uh, I would say make rest, recovery, pre prehab exercise a priority if you wanna stay pain-free. Um, get out in nature more, reconnect to, to nature. And do what you love. Make sure you're doing what you love, whether it's career-wise or hobbies. You have to be doing what you love to really enjoy life. So yeah, um, I would say definitely always, always, always work on self-awareness. That is key. You can't fix what you don't know. It's broken or needs to be fixed. So awareness is super powerful. It's super empowering. I would say also always know your why. Like know why you're doing things, and not just like you want abs or you want to look good. Like dive deep. And again, that your why is super paired with awareness. You can't know the why if you're not aware. So that is really important. And always just continue to work on yourself, whether that is physically, mentally, um, career wise and relationships, like always just work on yourself because I think part of the human experience is like to grow and to expand and to break free from any like blimmy beliefs any like societal norms that were programmed into us like like we have so much potential as humans and as individuals so totally always knowing your why being aware knowing why you're doing things and just always you know doing that self-work because we always have room to improve no matter where we are in life so um and again viewers this is the the privilege of having two you guys got six pieces of great advice and i, I want to take a bit of beach of it right so gary gave us advice that i've never heard on these episodes it was going back to nature and no one really acknowledges that or appreciates nature as much as those that actually go out there but we always tell people to do it and do it people are like why are you doing that it's weird or like why are you on top of a mountain you're gonna fall like the fear of that but the connection you get out in nature is something you can't really explain to someone and when you look at a lady's piece of advice of knowing the why, the why is something that when we talk about coaching versus training, the difference of coaching is asking and finding out the why a little bit more. And I think a lot of that's a missing link in a lot of those aspects, right? No one really cares about the why as much. And no one really thinks about when you think holistically self-approach of self-wealth being, if you come down to that why, everything else solves itself, right? Um, and I, I thank you guys for, for sharing, one, your story, your journey with myself, and opening up at a, a different level. And when you guys really go back and look at this episode and watch each of them speak, like the communication sense, they're always attentive and in, in, in the conversation, looking at each other when they're speaking. Those are the simple tasks that you always have to acknowledge that not many people realize. But again, I truly appreciate you guys coming on, and I hope to have you guys on again in the future. For having us. Great. Yeah, thank you so much. And like, good luck with everything you do in the future. Um, I can't yes. wait to watch your journey. Yes, we will be watching. We always talk about how you're definitely one of the people that like inspires us. Like, we we yeah. see you online, we see everything you're doing. It's just like watching people do their thing and do what yeah. they love and like know their why and be self aware and do their thing is so inspiring yeah. for us. So that's yeah. really awesome. Because as you yeah. know, I mean, not every day is sunshine and rainbows, you know, it's those days of like, days you're like, you see what you're doing, you're like, you know what, no, he's doing it, 
Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, I appreciate it. And, and that's the beauty of having a circle of friends that one are like-minded, but want to see everyone else succeed and do better. And that's the way you guys have always been. Um, and I appreciate that. You're going to start making me blush. I don't blush on the show this often. So no, thank you guys for coming on. I truly appreciate it. And this is why we started this podcast. This is why I do it is to remind people that this is my circle. These are my friends. These are colleagues I can go and report to like, hey, I need this and that. And it's, it's always having that and just hope that for those who've listened to their story, we've touched you in a way of inspiring you the same way they've done to myself and each other. And just kind of reminding you that there's more to the world than just exercise. And there's more to the world than just eating right. There's more to your body and eating right. Um, and that's the beauty of having conversations like this. So thank you guys again for coming on. All right, folks, until next time, we'll cut you the next episode. Yeah.